What are you listening to? You don't know that the guys just put I know that. No, this is one that I know. Tom Brady's bordering now on Godlike. You gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor. He's... All right, listen up, y'all. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Colasano, joined, as always, by my very good and only friend, Scott Bracey. What's going on, dude? <laughs> good afternoon, buddy. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, <laughs> played a little golf this week, you did? I did. I played Saturday afternoon. My uh, frost delay got us a little delayed. I don't, so, uh, so it was chilly? Uh, no, we threw it we, we off, we off at 12.20. Okay, we're supposed to. No, but but it was delayed from the morning, so everything was backed up. Uh, but my buddy that runs the golf course kind of finagled oh. us in. I love those. So we, we teed off at eight and then ended at seven. But 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 five, six, seven were chilly. Yeah. At about four forty-five, sun's coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm sure. in shorts. The fucking car, your wind's whistling. I'm like, oh, all right, I've had I've had enough. And I like the cold, but I've had enough. See, you do. I can't do it, yeah, man. If it gets like below sixty degrees, if there's even a slight breeze, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just don't really? like it. Yeah, I just get tight, and I'm not. I don't like the yeah. cold. I don't like it. If it's 105 degrees out, I'll gladly go play golf. I got no yeah. problem with that. I'll sweat all day. Don't care. But when it gets chilly, I just I'm I'm very unhappy, and then it starts to feel like work. Like I'm not enjoying that. I I, I definitely feel a difference in my swing in the ball flight for sure. Because you gotta um, wear layers too, and you're not. There's not like this free flow. And yeah, it's it's. You know. I think it's, I think I'm probably. I think I'm probably packing it in now after this one. Yeah, I hear you. We got a nice little bet from the pregame show going on. Scotty's taking the Ravens on Thursday night football, which those of you who listen to the podcast, you probably won't find out uh, who we picked until after the game is already over. I'm taking uh, Miami plus the 7.5. It's got Baltimore minus the 7.5. It's nice. We'll bet us a little sleeve of golf balls to recover some maybe for you from uh, – the ones that got eaten up by the leaves. Yes, sir. Uh, we continue to do well on our best bets. I did not do well in college, but I made up for it in the pros. I finally went three and one. Thank you God. Nice after, after, after you made me this week, last week. Listen, I had to put the pressure on you for you know for a little while. You got to you got to come was, through uh, for for the patrons for the fans here. You're you're Try not wrong. I'm money. just uh, just making a statement. And you're once again, wrong. we did make money. Um, and what makes us the the most uh, money? Although we don't get any money, but is Aaron Rodgers on a weekly basis, and he's done it one more time. And as I said in the pregame show here, uh, only only the United States federal government can make me come to the, of all people, can make me come to the defense of goddamn Aaron Rodgers. Because as we talked about with Kyrie Irving, um, I agree with them on the idea that your body is, you know, for, you know, without trying to be like cliche, your body is your temple, and I don't like the idea that somebody can force you to jam some kind of chemical into your body. Now, what I don't like what he did, and I, I mentioned this last week, I don't like that he, you know, was deceptive in the way he described his uh, vaccination status over the summer. He called himself, uh, what the hell was the word he used? Immunized. Um, he said yep, he was yep, immunized, yep. which, you know... He wasn't, because if you look up immunized in a dictionary, it says something like being vaccinated of disease and blah, blah, blah. And he has since apologized for that. And that's the only thing he has apologized for. Um, but I actually think that was smart, because for all the other stuff, most people are actually on his side, where it's about being able to do 
what you want to do with your own body. It's just funny to me in the NFL specifically and Major League Baseball also, and I guess I'm sure um, NBA does this and Major League, uh, Golf probably does this. There's, you know, when you think of like um, the, the Olympic drug testing that they go through and all this stuff, like it's very particular what you're allowed to and not allowed to put into your body because they don't want anything that's even resembling or looks like or could be a PED. But yet this, you have to take it. And if you don't like it, fuck off. And I got, I mean, I got major problems with that. I just really yeah. do. And I'm, we've said this all the time. You and I are vaccinated. Um, and, and I encourage people to get vaccinated if you want to be safe. But I just say, if you don't want to, then you shouldn't be forced to. I just don't like that shit. And that's what I mean by they piss me off that they make me come to Aaron Rodgers' defense. Defense because I just hammer this guy and I'm pretty damn good at it on a weekly basis. And now I got to like kumbaya with Aaron Rodgers and shit. It sucks. <laughs> Seasons are changing. The clocks go back and PD is now on Aaron Rodgers' balls. Oh, it's unbelievable. So the, thing, so the thing about his most recent, uh, it's not a suspension. It's COVID protocol is that he is eligible to come off as long as he tests negative on Saturday, which is two days from the the time of this podcast recording. So my question to you is real simple: Can he? I'm just this is your this is an opinion. This is not like can he? He can play. He's eligible to play on Sunday. But I'm asking you: Can do you think he can play and be effective? If he just basically goes through a walkthrough on Saturday and shows up and plays on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you on that one. I wouldn't say that about most people. Agreed. You know what I mean? I wouldn't there's probably There's probably four guys I would say, and that's probably it. <sighs> well, the funny thing is, I, I bet you one of those guys that you would say that about is Tom Brady. Exactly. And Tom Brady would tell you that's that's not how he operates. I know. Tom Brady is a rep whore. But, Tom but Brady... But in a pinch, he could do it. Could he do it? Yeah, I would. I would think so. Uh, who does Pete love more, Dak or Rogers? Uh, Talent-wise, it's not even close. Rogers. Who would I rather have as my starting quarterback? Uh, Michael, that's that's a heck of a question. Good one, Mike. That good is one. a good one, man. Because I like Dak's leadership. I like his intangibles. I like. Uh, well, basically those two things. Everything else Rodgers does better, but th it's the douchebaggery that Rodgers brings along with him. The fact that we're even in this mess right now is is part of what is a problem. And and you may think it's no big deal. You're like, well, what's a big deal? He maybe misses a game, misses a second game. They're still. First of all, if they end up with the second or third seed, they no longer have a bye, which means they don't have home field throughout. Which is huge when you're Green Bay because if everybody has to come to Green Bay in January, that's a big goddamn deal. Yep. So that's why you look and you say, all this shit over the last year basically or 10 months, 8 months, whatever you want to say, it starts to add up. And if it costs one game, if it's a distraction of one game, if this is one game and you end up being the second or third seed instead of first seed, it matters. It really does matter. I don't know. i got to think about that. Who would I rather – if I was starting a team, who would I rather have, Dak or Rodgers? That's a tough one. I'm actually – I don't want to give an answer to shed on that, but I would actually – I would lean Dak. And you know I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but I would lean Dak because I just don't have faith in Rodgers. Talent-wise, it's he's, not even close. He's also 10 years younger. Well, I'm just saying all things being equal. Uh, that, that's, but they're that's, not. You can't, yeah. you can't look no, at you're things absolutely like right about that. Yeah. No, you're absolutely yeah. right about that. Um. The other big story that uh, happened this week was that Cleveland let go of Odell Beckham Jr. And now I find this actually kind of funny because we have this so-called short list of places that 
he may go. Isn't this just a list that he put out himself of places he wanted he would he would be interested in going? Yeah, and you know he just signed somewhere, right? No, I didn't. Breaking news. You where, have a guess? Where'd he sign? Uh, I would have think the best fit would have been the Packers. So the, uh, let me just give it before you go. The short list was Packers, Chiefs, and Saints. That's at least what we were – that was the rec- reporting that was going on. So it didn't go to anyone? Was the Seahawks on there too? No. So where did he go? Keep going. You're, you're, you're running out of teams. I, I would have said a great fit might have been the Steelers. Ben can't throw. He'd fucking lose his shit there too, dude. He oh, my God, but it would have been fun as hell to have him go against yeah, the Browns and they need a deep been. threat over there. That would have been nice. I, I would have liked him seeing Buffalo, which I It could have been fun that, too. I thought that would have been but good. But then he's got to split with the uh, – with the digs split. Yeah, but he was playing with Landry anyway. He could be one and that's two. True. I think I think that's not what he's well, looking for. So where for. the hell he end up? The Los Angeles Rams. Rams. Oh, dude, dude, they just they're sell bringing their everybody souls, off man. the streets. They just dude, sell me. their souls. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Are you convinced that Odell Beckham is still a real serious threat? I, I'm not convinced. I don't believe he is. He hasn't shown it in a very long time. I'm not ready to go that far in saying he's not, but I'm certainly not. But would you lean more one way than the other? I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know what they paid him. So if this was yeah, like a million, two million, three million, I probably would have taken a flyer on it. Like if it doesn't cost – if they don't have to cut anybody else because there are – we've talked about this before. They're already like a, a pretty thin team. Um, if they didn't have to cut anybody else, then I'd say, you know, whatever, um, depending on the cost. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not there. He hasn't been productive in how long? I'm also Between kind of injuries worried. and just – I'm also worried about the locker room too, too, like – Rams are seven and two. You really want to like throw this guy in there? And... I have to give them some credit though. Everybody, Jalen Ramsey comes in there. It's no problem. Like they, they they've brought guys in and they're and they're really not. Problems. But that's it. That's the only guy. Von Miller's not a problem. Yeah. Like running back, uh, Sonny Michelle's not a problem. Like that's, that's the only Stafford guy comes in. There's no that's problem. The, like yeah, I mean he wasn't a problem prior. No, Ramsey I know. Was I'm the just only saying, guy. Like, like they so they do a good job like of Patriots, assimilating like, new talent. It was like Belichick was bringing in Corey Dillon, Randy Moss, Dante Stoll, like this guy, that guy. After and then they, Chad Johnson, and they were all. This was just that Ramsey was the only guy. Yeah. And now Beckham. Not for anything. I think Beckham on the Patriots would have been something that could have put him over the top in the AFC. That's that's not a bad I'm, call. I was surprised. I, I, I really. But he didn't want to go to. He didn't want to go to a rookie quarterback either, though. That was. Clear. I know, but you can't look at that. You got to look at like what the situation. I'm now, just saying what he Rams. said. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying you look at the Rams. That's a great situation. Yeah. It's certainly yeah, a great yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. saying you look in the AFC. The a- AFC is kind of weak this week. This this week this year and and the and as I let everybody know two weeks ago, I said I'm seeing a team. Mm-hmm. That is growing. That is getting better. That is trending upwards. Patriots, and they are. Um, I think that might have been a good spot for them. Uh to, to keep it with OBJ. Yeah, uh, Baker looked really good. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Sometimes there's just not a good fit, and sometimes it's just a matter of you got you got a guy you know it's almost like the Terrell Owens thing back in the day when he was with um even with the Eagles with McNabb and even before that when he was with San Francisco and Jeff Garcia was the quarterback with the 49ers yeah the receiver when the receiver is too big a star for the quarterback it can be problematic because then the quarterback feels a necessity to get the ball to that receiver even when it's not the play isn't designed for him or he's not open this was clearly happening all the time with the Browns. Now you hear recently you heard people saying like, "Oh, he's not getting the same number of targets." Well, that's what we call like an overcorrection. Like you, you know, you're Baker Mayfield and you hear, "Dude, you're just you're just always trying to force the ball. You're always trying to force the ball. You're always trying to force." And he's like, "Well, fuck you. I'm not going to I'm not going to force the ball. 
I'm going to, you know, and he's over, he overcorrects. And then the next mm-hmm. thing you know, there's only three or four targets as opposed to just, just playing a game. Tom Brady ain't doing that shit, you know, and I'm not trying to compare anybody to Tom Brady, but even like a Russell Wilson is not doing that. Kyler Murray isn't doing that. Kyler Murray doesn't give a, doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks. He just goes about his business. If you're the one who's open, I'm going to get it to you. And if you're not, right. you can kiss my ass. Like he doesn't Zach care. Prescott. Zach Prescott. Prescott. Same thing. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and, and to be honest, I'll put that on Baker. That goes on Baker, and this is why I don't think he's elite, and this is a conversation or at least an angle that I've been taking for a year on this guy where I say, not that I don't think he's good or not that I don't – I think he is a starting quarterback in this league. I just don't think he's a $35, $40 million quarterback in this league, and it just seems that the way things go is the next guy up gets the next big contract that I'm just not willing to give that to him. And if that's what they're insisting on, I'd – you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say I'd move on. But if you're the Cleveland Browns, you haven't had a quarterback in 20 years. You're just going to move on from a guy who's at least competent. It's hard, but you right. got to you got to think about that kind of stuff. Just going to give Baker Mayfield 40 million dollars. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, let's take a look. I, well, go ahead. No. You, you said no. You said it the best. He's a starting quarterback in the league, but he's not worth 40 million dollars. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's that's... at some point, like I know Dak got all his money, but he's not one of the five best quarterbacks in the league. I'm sorry, I don't care. On that he's, team he's, with he's, all those weapons, every, anybody would look good. Dude, yeah, he's climbing, tre- though. But put Trevor Simeon on that team, and you're going to see a guy who's really fucking good. Like, he's going to look great. Mm. I'm just saying. He you're looked really good guy, last week, didn't you're he? Talking, you're talking to a guy that has Trevor Simeon experience. And... But you didn't have CeeDee Lamb on your team, and you didn't have those They, they had Devontae Thomas and Eric Decker ah, back in the day. Stop it. Decker was there, but... Stop it. Stop it. Demarius Thomas, not Devontae Thomas. Just Jerry because Demarius. they're wearing... Just because, uh, who was out of the league within two years? How good could he have been? Why are you yelling at me? Because that's what we do. Just make me a bicycle clown. You want to want to take a look at what happened in the NFL last week? I would love to. Yeah, if it keeps you stop yelling at me. Um, I got the Browns pounded the Bengals with no Odell. Uh, the Denver Broncos, my me, friend. Can I comment on that real quick? How fast do things change in the NFL? Two uh, weeks the ben- ago. The Bengals starting to sink a little two bit? Two weeks ago, the Bengals were the number one seed in the AFC. They lose to the Jets, and then the next thing you know, they're like third place in – the next thing you know, they're third place in their own division. Like, it's like, Mike, what the hell just Mike, happened? I, I agree with that, Mikey. Well, um, Mike Williams says it's the O-line and run game that makes Baker good. Oh, well, of course. But that makes everybody good. Yeah, I was gonna, The I was question just is, can you be good when good. that shit yeah. isn't working? And he never does. Did the Jets break the Bengals? The Jets did cl- exactly what I told you they were going to do. I'm a Jets fan. I told you that they were going to... Uh, oh, I'm talking about this past weekend. No, no I don't know. Saying, I don't no. know. That's a good question. <laughs> I was making a joke. But. The, well, so I'm going to get to... The Jets have had quite the effect on the NFL this year without anybody really realizing it. Uh, one in one direction, one in another. Yeah, it looks like they did, right? <laughs> it looks like they they messed with the Bengals and they haven't been the same <laughs> since. And what's so fascinating is before that game... We had talked about, like, wow, this Bengals defense has really improved. And then the Jets sh- just shit out 30-something points on them. And then, I know. then Cleveland bangs them or for another 40, 30, 40 yeah. whatever it was. It's like, what the hell happened? Um, I was going to say with the Jets, they, they classic Jets. Have a nice game, big win. Mike White hurt, first drive. See you later. Go on the, brown, go on the, go on the road, shit the bed. Um, but then Josh, Josh Johnson comes in and throws for another 300 yards, even after Mike White... Dude, this has got to be starting to make you nervous. See, I don't look at it that way. See, oh, okay, so I here's do. here's the problem. Here's the here's the thing. If you're not a believer in Zach Wilson, then this is a this should raise some red flags, right? You'd be like, dude, you've had the reins from the beginning of camp 
these two clowns, these guys can Come, barely make rosters. Mike White, yeah, Mike White and Josh up. Johnson can barely make rosters, and they're throwing for 300 and 400 yards, yeah, it's not and you're good. not going off. That's if you... If you're lacking in confidence with Zach Wilson, I am not yet. I have not. My confidence in him has not been shaken. So I actually look at it as a good thing because he's got, he's going to sit one more week. That's three weeks on the bench. Unless my white plays good again. Perhaps. I hope he does. I hope Zach yeah. sits another week. Yeah. I want I him to agree. sit. I want him to sit to agree. start the season. I, so this I would is, agree. I, this is a I good thing for me. Yep. I want him to see how a professional goes to work. What? Because then what happens? It's not just the games. He then has to go and he sits through film. He sits through the coaches critiquing Mike White and Josh Johnson in those games during in film. And you and get to see what was good, what wasn't good, and you get these mental ra- – I'm telling you guys, you. I know when you're listening you think this is not how it works. This is how it works. Trust me when I tell you that Pat Mahomes, yes, would he have been good if he started his rookie season? I'm sure he would have done very well. Trust me when I tell you he is better now for having sat for that year because he watched and listened without having to make those mistakes. I like him having to put the heads on and listen to play calls. Listen to what they're trying to do. What what gets called on second and short, third and long. I like patterns. And then because when you're going in the huddle talking to your guys, you you might have an idea – Yes. Where to go with the football but you more. Also, you also get to see coaches making corrections from from 36,000 feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From mm-hmm. the from mm-hmm. the eye in the sky. From, from yeah. And then when you get to film on Monday and Tuesday, on really on Monday, you get to hear the coaches critiquing each play. And, oh, this was a good job. Way to dump this off. Here's the read. And you, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. I see what you did there. I see what you did. Trust me when I tell you that has a real effect. A real effect. Plus, let's not, you know, let's not be naive. He hears the media. He hears people saying uh, two things. Uh, can they live without Zach Wilson, number one? And look at what the things that Mike White and Josh Johnson are doing that Zach Wilson wasn't doing. And he could say, I could do those things. I could do those things. Tom Brady does those things. Russell Wilson does it. I could do those things. And you learn and you grow. Trust me. I, this is a good thing for me. I'm, I, I, hope, I hope Mike White does great this week, and I hope he starts another game next, another game next week. I think it's only good for the Jets. But who are you playing the Bills? They got the Bills this week. They're going to get smashed because they just lost the Jacksonville. Coming off a loss. Oh, boy. You Um, guys. But um, it does – it should open Jets fans' eyes. You can no longer say there's no weapons. You can no longer say that's a bad offensive line. What happens with this – and if you want to look at anything that's like, say, make you nervous. I don't know if it's make you nervous, but it should open your eyes. There were no excuses for the offense these last two weeks. The excuse was you had a backup and third string quarterback going and both of them threw for three or four hundred yards. The excuses are no longer built in. You can't say, oh, the offensive line stinks. Oh, there's no weapons. Oh, there's no running game. Michael Carter's legit. Like he's legit, dude. He's a serious weapon. So All right, enough jet talk. That's the other side of it. No more <laughs> excuses. You don't have the built in excuses anymore. So maybe the biggest surprise of the week was your Denver Broncos blasting the Cowboys and it was thirty to sixteen. The game wasn't even nearly that close. No, it was was nothing with six minutes left. It wasn't nearly that close. It's almost embarrassing that that ends up being the score. So I talked to you earlier in the week, and I said to you, is there a a Jerry Judy effect that took place in this game? Mm, Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. Obviously, on the offensive side. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. Um, But Cortland Sutton did nothing, which is not good. 
Well, I asked you that because Judy was they, targeted they, ten they, times. Got eight they ran catches. The, they ran the crap out of the ball too. That also helps. It's huge. But but the reason I asked you that is because if Judy's not there, that's one less guy that the defense has had to pay attention to. So you can focus more on the running game because you know Denver wants to run the ball, right? I mean, we know they want to run yeah, the ball. They it's really, fair. especially a defensive coach. He, uh, what the hell's his name? Fangio. You're close. Yeah, he, you yeah. I was gonna say Fazio. I think I coached a kid named Fazio. My first time coaching at Midland Park. Um, he wants to run the ball. He's a defensive guy. He wants to physical grind it out. And if you're the Cowboys, you can crowd the line of scrimmage if there's no Jerry Judy. But you can't do that with that kind of guy out there. And they did target him ten times. Man, that opens up the defense big time. I think yeah. it actually had a bigger effect than people might realize. So. Well, I hope they. I hope it keeps happening. Uh, I got. You said the biggest surprise. This is the biggest surprise. The Bills score six oh, points and look terrible against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Absolutely brutal. God, this is this is this is one of those and and this is one of those things that changed when we do our high five download. Don't know. This game changed, and it's like there of all the don't knows. Isn't Buffalo like the biggest kind of conundrum that we talk about, at least of the good teams? Absolutely. Is there a more talented team? They dominate this once again. Every game they've lost, they dominate time of possession and yards gained, and they still lose. I know. And that's a problem. That's a freaking problem. What's going on over there? I got text coming in. I got. No, it's I got. Uh, yeah, I got sources bringing us. You got action. You got action going on. A little action. No, I got sources. Um, stories for sure. You said Trevor Simeon played well. They lost to the Falcons at home. No, I didn't. Uh, he played well when he filled in. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean. against the Bucs. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'll give you that no, one. And uh, my only point was when you have that kind of talent, when you have those wide receivers, that offensive line, and that running game, Trevor Simeon is going to look good. Anybody's going to look good behind that team. That's what I'm saying. As I've said to you so many times, show me what Dak looks like when he's making $40 million and you can't have 17 weapons on offense. Sooner or later, that's going to happen. Uh, we talked about it a little before when we we were talking about uh, the, the game tonight. Baltimore sneaks by the Vikings. And I have to have... I have to have uh, a moment of honesty, I guess, here. One of the few critiques that are left of... Or that were left of Lamar Jackson was that when they're behind late in the game and everyone knows they're throwing the ball, he has not shown the ability to bring them back just with his arm. I think it's been four times this year that he has. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think I think now, at least for the regular season, we have to put that one even to bed. And now at this point, there really is only one critique left when it comes to Lamar Jackson, and that is... Playoff games, playoff wins, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we shall see what happens with that. Obviously, that won't be settled. I still have my questions about that, um, but I, I, I stand by what I said before back in January when we started. When I said, you know, I don't think he's a championship quarterback. I don't know that you're going to win a super because it just gets so goddamn hard as you get towards the end of the season. Everything has to be perfect, and his passing is just not perfect. But I don't. I also don't think they're ever going to win less than ten games. Yeah, I just think he's just at least is for the foreseeable future. Assuming he can continue to do with his legs what he can do for the next, I don't know, three, four, five years. Doesn't look like he's slowing down. So, whatever, three, four, five. They're gonna win at least ten games every goddamn year. 
So and I, and that's that's what I see them. I agree. Doing you know, and so he but he did pull <clears> out <throat> a, a victory late in the game when it's one of those things that we thought that really wasn't in his repertoire, but he did it. He did it again. Uh, you they should have lost Ra- that game. Oh yeah, they should have lost by fourteen. They should. Um, you said the Ravens squeak by. The Chiefs, the Steelers, and Chargers also squeak oh, by. Oh my goodness, dude! That, that Chiefs. Kansas City. Kansas City is it's alarming. A, it's it is very very strange. They scored thirteen points. Now, I, I've watched Green Bay. I think that defense has gotten better like every week this season. Yep. But let's not forget that Jordan Love started that game, and he didn't exactly get off to a roaring start. So, you know that <sighs> Chiefs are the Chiefs are. Um, if if Rogers play, if Rogers plays that game, they're oh my god! Chiefs, oh yeah, it's bad. Oh my god! Yeah, they get blown out. They get they get they get absolutely blown out. You had something you you had, you wanted to talk about Jordan Love a little bit. I did. What you got? You want to talk about defending Aaron Rodgers? I think he knows. He's got the Packers by the nuts. Dude, uh, see, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's bad. I, I don't know if that's true. I I don't. I didn't see that. Oh, um, my God. I saw. So, okay, so let's put this a little bit into perspective, dude. This is the first game he started in two and a half years. I mean, you got to give it a little. You got to give him a little bit. I, I, there are things I saw. The Chiefs are, defense is awful. It is, but dude, he the last time he played, he played at Utah State. Oh, same conference as BYU and uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, you got to give a guy. You got to give a guy a minute to grow. Think about this: Justin Fields this year has more starts than Jordan Love. You just, I just, I saw. Things, I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I saw things like footwork. I saw things like rhythm. I saw things like arm strength. Um, I also saw things like um, I don't incompletions and but bad the decisions. way but the way he threw incompletions like he was like like getting it out of his hand as quick as he could because he was uh, I got a little you. nervous scared. You're, you're reaching here. You're reaching what? here. He's, uh, mm. I don't think I'm reaching. That's what I saw. I saw him nervous in the pocket, especially early in the game. Which is not good. You don't want to see your quarterback. Oh, I thought you were going to say like incompletions look good. I thought that's no, 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 no. I'm saying like I saw a guy with those incompletions. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying sorry, to get yeah. the ball out of his hand because he's worried about the passer. Like I saw. Well, some that's that, that, that I get. That I get. I'm, like, what I'm trying to say is like there are some obvious things that you're going to see from a guy who's starting the first game in two years and the first game in the NFL. They should have ran the ball more though. Perhaps you would think they would have been able to run it better than they did. I, you, I, that's what I was. Yeah, I'm, um, I don't know. Leaf blowing this time of year is very difficult. It's because yeah, you got you got the mix, you got the mix fuel, you got the regular fuel. Uh, what, what are you gonna do? Um, you got to label it. So I'm I'm not off the Jordan Love <clears throat> yet. Now, are we gonna compare him to Aaron Rodgers? Oh my God! Come on, no, dude, stop. No, let's, no, no, let's no. not be ridiculous. I'm just telling you, with my experience as a quarterback player. With my experience as a quarterback coach and my experience as a head coach, I saw some things that I'm not ready to give up on Jordan Love. That's all. That's okay. All. okay. Do I, am I sitting here telling you, oh, dude, no, he's going to be really good. No, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm just okay. telling you, I saw some things that I like a lot. And I, what I did like is he did settle down as the game went on. Now, we're going we're gonna to hang on the fact that he threw that interception at the end of the game, which was a bad one. I mean, it's a bad interception. Yeah, it's a bad one. But he did start to settle down the happy feet quick. Get the ball the hell out of my hands quick early in the game. It wasn't there later in the game. 
that that changed. He you can clearly see a and and also change. and also maybe play calling changed too that they got a little rhythm of the game going on too to maybe get Perhaps. that ball out fast. And you got to give you know you got to give um Ralph my boy we already covered that Ralph friend. you got to join us live when the show starts man come on we're we're on top of this stuff breaking news all the time. You just got to give a guy a chance to... It's his first NFL start. You want to go look what Aaron Rodgers looked like in his first NFL start? I think he threw for 132 yards. So just you just got to be careful. That's all. Well, speaking of the Rams... You would think, though... You're right, though. You would think against the Chiefs and that defense, that would have been the best game to start yeah, ever. Exactly. But, you know, exactly. They did blitz them on every friggin' down, too. So, But, yeah, speaking of the Rams, they lost at home to the Titans, and they made Stafford very uncomfortable. Okay. So... Mike Vrabel is, has has got to be a better coach than we realize. I don't know who the GM. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know who the GM for the Titans is, but I got to give him some credit as well. I want you to think about this. Five weeks ago, maybe it's six. I don't know. Titans lost to the freaking Jets. Okay, Titans mm-hmm. lost to the zero win Jets at the time. All right. Since then, they've beaten the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Rams. And they beat the Rams without, like, a league MVP caliber running back. Yep. Derrick Henry. Dude, <laughs> this is pretty goddamn yeah. impressive. Yep, I agree. And, and what's even more interesting about it is, they're, they're, you know, I mentioned before how, like, the Bills, every single week they outgain, uh, they outgain their opponents and more time of possession. That's not the case with, that's not the case with Tennessee. They don't always, but yet they still find ways to win. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um... You know, it's a weird thing because I look at them and I say, this is a good team. They're 7-2. and two. I guess they're technically first place in the AFC. They're the top seed in the AFC right now. Yeah. Um, but do you think of them as like Super Bowl no. front runners? It's weird, right? Isn't yeah, that kind of weird. weird? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not – I'm not there. Even if Derrick Henry was there, I'm not there with that. But, dude, you got you to give him credit. Two weeks ago I was saying to you, this has got to stop. You can't <clears> be playing <throat> these top teams, beating them. Sooner or later you're going to have a letdown. <laughs> and they haven't. <laughs> I gotta give I gotta give the I gotta give Mike Vrabel credit for that man. It's pretty unbelievable. And that defense that I mentioned, this is the first game this year at the Rams because you mentioned the Rams. It's the first game this year that they score less than twenty points. So you got to give the Titans some yeah. serious credit in this one, man. Wow. Uh, oh my the- god. I, so, okay, so Ralph Gorga uh, <laughs> comments Lane Kiffin to LSU. This is kind of an inside joke. We have this uh, any co- job opening that comes open, he always just says Lane Kiffin is going there. And for the first like half a dozen Well, yeah, you you've been doing it for 3 weeks too. Well, so I'm down I mean, with it. That's why. That's why I'm excited for the prospect. I think that's why for the first like half dozen times he would he said it, I actually believed him and now I don't I, I never do anymore. And then the next thing you know, it'll actually happen. Um, let's see what else happened. Okay, how about this? Falcons are 4 and 4. I know. Falcons are Quiet. 4 and 4. Quietly. This is, a, this is a team that I think, I mentioned this a week ago, and now I think it even more. I think they're, I think Arthur Smith, I think FedEx is building a little something here, man. I don't oh, know. You can, you can have like a pun. FedEx is traveling to like something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, Patriots roll. I mentioned to you, I, I look at them as a team that's on an upswing. I tell you what, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something just about the NFL. I feel like we learned a lot this week. Don't you think? I disagree, and I have some on that in a second. Okay, I I looked I looked at some of the things that happened. There's still some mysteries, like how the hell Denver beat Cowboys. I think that was just, I think Cowboys just. Well, I'll get to it right now since we're on topic. Go ahead. Top teams go down: Cowboys, Bills, Raiders, Packers, Rams, Saints. 
It's one of those weeks. I think it's just one of those weeks. Maybe it's one of those weeks, but I actually I, look and I say, I think we learned. I, I think we learned a lot. Because I, I mentioned how, I mentioned to you how I think the Patriots are on an upswing. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender because you have a rookie quarterback. But you clearly see this is a team and a rookie quarterback who's getting better every week. Yep. And yep. all the complaints about, oh, Mac Jones doesn't throw the ball down the week, oh, up, down, down the field, oh, uh, they're so conservative with Mac Jones. Little by little, every week, pushes the ball a little further down the field. Maybe, maybe they know what they're doing. I don't know. This is crazy, but maybe the guys who won six Super Bowls know what they're doing. Yeah, is is you know crazy talk. How about the Cardinals, dude? Hey, you know we have some other breaking news because Cam we back we, to the Panthers. We mentioned the Patriots roll. They rolled yeah. against the Panthers. Cam Newton, but aren't you a little surprised though? No Saints. What does that tell you? Tells, tells me tells me we were right about Cam Newton. And yeah, it does. Them. And it tells you that the Panthers are very desperate. Desperate. Because Sam Darnold got, for those of you who don't know, Sam Darnold, what did he crack a scapula yeah, or something? Yeah, broken shoulder or something I read somewhere. So they signed Cam. What does that mean? It means nothing. That's it, why I didn't bring it up. It's yeah. not like he even walks in there. Oh, he knows the offense. No, it's a whole new no, coach, no yeah. whole system. It, it's not even that. So, And what might have been the game of the week, I don't think you mentioned this one, Chargers and Eagles, it was a really good game. I say the Chargers squeak by. They uh, that get, the Eagles play. Eagles are tough, man. Well, you know what I'm thinking. I wrote this down. I wrote Jalen Hurts is a gamer. Yeah, dude. I, I know he's not the most talented. I wouldn't trade Zach Wilson for him because I think the future is bright with Zach Wilson. I know there's a lot of guys in the a lot of teams in the NFL that probably wouldn't trade for Jalen Hurts because there, there are certainly limitations there. But boy, oh boy, don't you I just know. want a guy like that? Like you know. The, the mentality, the work ethic, the, the it just—he's a gamer, dude. He plays balls out. He does not hold anything back, and uh, there's no reason for them to be even in that game or as good as they are this year. And it's to me, it's all because of Jalen Hurts. He's—he's he's an impressive dude, man. Not a great quarterback, but he's a gamer. I mean, he's—he's yep. he's a winner and a gamer, and it's a pretty yep. cool thing to see. Um, Cardinals. The hell happened with that? Oh, they won. Dude, they be, without they that, without Murray, Green, Murray. Hopkins, and JJ Watt. So who did we say was the probably Fran, the best dude. backup quarterback in the NFL? We were talking about this a few weeks back. We said this guy's uh, probably the best backup in the NFL. Who the hell was it? Was it Colt McCoy? No. Well, I was gonna say Colt McCoy's probably J- second best. J- Jacoby Brissett. Oh, uh, Case Keenum. Case Keenum is probably the best backup. Uh Colt McCoy's pretty goddamn good too. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. It's so ma- isn't it amazing? Like the the thin line between like being an everyday starter and just being a really really good backup. Because no matter what Case Keenum does, and no matter what Colt McCoy does, and they've done some pretty good stuff, still nobody thinks they're a legitimate starter in the NFL. But it is a it is a small difference, man. It is a small difference. So and Ralph, duh, it's the Broncos. Jeez, best team in the AFC West. No, it's definitely not, but we'll see. We'll find out. It's definitely up for grabs right now. That's for sure. You know what's interesting about that question is the AFC West looks significantly weaker than any of us thought. Yeah. Who's actually leading it right now? Is it the Raiders or is it the Chargers? Raiders, just, Raiders are still tied. They have the tiebreaker on the on the Chargers. Yeah, so it's like you look at the Raiders are, and the Chargers who you like to win the division, but the last few weeks they haven't looked great. Right. So you're like, who is really good in this division? Right now, nobody's really good in this division. It is interesting. You want to take us through some upcoming games? I got a couple of them here, but I, I would love got. to, I sir. Hear what you got? 
I got Saints at Titans to start things Big off. game, right? That Saints defense, can they stop the Titans? And does it matter, or, or do the Titans just find ways? Do we start to give Ryan Tannehill some credit here? Yeah. Do we well, start to give him some credit? Well, he's going to he's gonna prove us one way or the other now with no Derrick Henry, so we'll find out There's going no forward. no Derrick Henry, and now you're facing a really good defense. One of the things we talked about uh, in the preseason was that because of all the sell-off, we thought that the Saints, especially on defense, were going to have some struggles. Dude, that's that's a really good defense. Yep, they, they've they've held that together pretty well. Uh, I got the battle of five and fours here: the Cleveland Browns at the New England Patriots. Yes, I have that one too. This is funny. We're right on the same page. Um, I don't think I picked this game. I did not. Um, it is an interesting game because, as we were saying just a couple minutes ago, the pa- the Patriots are clearly trending upwards. But, but the the fact that the Browns got rid of OBJ, and it's like last year all over again. He gets hurt, and they go on a run. Yep. Now he's gone. Do they go on another run? Does Baker feel freed of the OBJ burden? It is interesting, especially when you look at what happened this week. It is interesting, like, what's going to happen, you know, with two teams that are, you know, kind of trending in the right direction. Who's who's going to bend and who's going to break right. here? Right. It'll be a good one to see. I got – Ralph, you just brought it up. The AFC West. Chiefs at Raiders. Yes, this is a big game. Uh, and That's a Sunday nighter too, Peter, right? I believe it is. And what's what's interesting about this too is that with all that we've been saying, and I think we're right, that the Chiefs are struggling and they don't look good and Mahomes is a little – something's not right and there are issues. They win this game and I think they move into a tie for first place. I know. It's amazing. All that stuff. You and, let them hang around. And they, Hanging they, around. They hung around just long enough. And uh, you'd never know if they get hot at the right time with a quarterback like that and some of those weapons. You got any more, bud? That's all I got. I, I have one very, more that I'm, I have one more that I'm at least keeping an eye on, and that is the Packers versus Seahawks. Number one is mm. Aaron Rodgers going to play basically with like one day walkthrough? Is Russell Wilson going to play? And then the other side of it is yeah. that Russell Wilson it looks like he's back. He made it. He put out a hype video, which. Whatever the hell. I, I didn't know people have to put out hype videos now. You're Russell friggin' Wilson, dude. I don't know. You never, anybody needs to be hyped about you. But, you know, when we lose major stars in sports, it's kind of a big deal when they come back. And it would be interesting if we get Russell Wilson coming off injury, Aaron Rodgers coming off COVID, both playing each other. Yeah, we went, Ralph, we went that route already very early. I was pretty strong about it. Um, so those are, those are the big games this week. And, and we're uh, at the halfway point, huh? It's getting it's getting real early. Well, there's no there's no what would it be eight and a half games. So yeah. There's no yeah. technical halfway. You bet we're we're past half one. Hey, no, it would be it'd be eight and a half, right? Eight and a half. Seven, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, week, yeah. week eight and a half. I'm talking about weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, let's get to our high five down low. Don't know, and uh, mine has changed. I don't know if the word is dramatically, but it has definitely changed more than it has changed in the last few weeks. I'm going to give you my f- high five. Tampa still got in there. I got Arizona. I'm moving. How do you not? I got to move. I got to move the Titans into the top five here. Um, I got the Ravens. As long as Lamar Jackson is healthy and playing, they are a threat to win any game. And even though um, they lost, I still got the Cowboys. Um, I gave them a throwaway loss against Minnesota the week before, but they pulled out a win. 
I know they lost this week. I really, listen, I want to bang on the Cowboys more than anybody does. Believe me. I don't like the Cowboys. I don't think they're a championship team. I don't care what anybody says. I think their defense is starting to be exposed as I kind of, we were, we were kind of saying a few weeks ago, like everybody's on the Trayvon Diggs, like he gives up a lot of plays too. He's not Deion Sanders. So slow down. He's not some shutdown corner. He likes to jump routes. He likes to, he gets, he's got great ball skills, but he's also very beatable. Okay. And you're starting to see that this always happens these coaches get film on these guys, and you better be able to adjust because those coaches are absolutely going to adjust. And I think you're going to start seeing uh, the Cowboys giving up major points moving forward. But I still got them in the top five because <clears throat> that offense is deadly, even though it didn't look so much this week. What's your top five? Top three, I got the same. Cardinals, Titans, Buccaneers, as you. Cardinals, Titans. You okay. I went with the Buccaneers. I went to Rams still. I think the Rams are still a very good team. Even after they lost. Yeah, I, I still three, got the Rams. That's a three-loss team. No, it's a two-loss team. They got three losses. Do they? I believe they do. I gotta look it up on my smart machine. On your mini, on your mini smart machine. I thought, I'm pretty sure they got. A, I'm pretty sure they got three losses. No, seven and two. All right, well, they should what, have three losses. What, what, what do I doubt myself for your fucking They should, have, they should um, have three losses. And my, my fifth team, I still got the Packers <laughs> in there. I think, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers being out, they, they should have won that game by 20 if he was playing. So, By the way, I'm taking out the Cowboys, and I'm putting in the Rams. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, my down low, you're not going to like it. I got the Jets Come back on. on my list. Yeah, I got the Jets Dude, there. they wins. They are just like a slinky back and forth on this list. Um. The Owen 19, whatever they are, the, the Detroit Lions, and I got the Houston Texans. All right. I have Detroit. I have Houston. And, and I you have, have a, Miami. No. Miami right, just won. I got to take them off the list. You get a, you get a, you get two wins. You can't be on the down low team if you got a down low list if you got two wins. I got Detroit. <laughs> I got Houston. And I got a newcomer to the down low. I'm going to put the Washington football team. A team with two wins, like this you just a, said. This is a team, yeah, but you know what, dude? When's the last time they won? Like last year? This is this is not a good football. Did team, I not dude. tell you? I told you. I, am, I didn't like I was, this team. I have to eat this one hardcore yeah, because I had do. them winning the AFC East this year. Um, first of all, did you think? I know you didn't think they were going to win a division, but did you think that the defense was going to be this bad? I did not. Dude, I they think it was gonna be this suck bad. on defense, dude. What happened to Chase Young? It doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't He's have an get... answer for this. This is bananas. Yeah, it's not good. That's what's really weird about this. So I got no choice. Like, who did they just lose to this week? Who the hell did they lose to? Did they have, did they have a buy? I think they had a buy. Yeah, you know what? You get a buy and you and you get put on the down low list because you're disgusting and you don't even have a mascot. You're the best. <laughs> you are the best. You're make, you're throwing shit against the wall at this point. I think they stink. I'm just. I really do think they stink. Here's no, what I, I, agree I here's what I don't like, know. Coming off a buy, you get on the list. Like, yeah, you, you get just... on the list because uh, because that's what I think. I mentioned it before. Atlanta is now four and four. Like I think they actually have the last playoff spot. Now we looked at Oof. this. This is a team that when when um, they played the Jets over in England, I said to you, I'm taking the Jets because I don't think Atlanta should be favored over anybody. Another 500 team. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying they're good. I think is they're this trending one you, Is up. this one of you don't know? This is one of my don't knows. Okay. This yeah. is one of my don't knows. I, I'm not ready to say they're like good, but there is there is a sense of something different there. They do play a little more defense, not a lot, but.
but a little more defense. It just seems something, something seems different. I'm not ready to say they're a good team, but they're definitely trending in the right direction. And the other team, I find this, I find the Colts amazing. This is a team that's four and five. They actually have a worse record than the Atlanta Falcons, but we give them so much respect. Like the respect, we're like, well, they're, 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 they're so 100%. Good team. I even gave you the list when I said, I said, since since the Titans lost to the Jets, yeah, I, heard, I, I include it, yep. the Colts. That, that's and a I, four I didn't five. stop either. Yeah, because we look and we think, like, in our minds, Colts are good. And I do think they're a quality football team, but we do give them a hell of a lot of respect for a team that's sub 500 halfway through and they, the season. And they, and they should have two more wins than they got. They absolutely that's should. Awesome. But yeah. I'm just saying, it is funny. And that's why they go on the don't know list because I'm sitting here like we consider them a good team, like this is a quality football team, but yet they're four and five. So it's and like, they've won and they've won two just to get the four and five. This is what I'm saying, like right. <laughs> so, I, and because of that, I gotta say I don't know because I've watched them win games that they shouldn't, lose games that they should have won, and I I just don't know. I, I I don't know with them. It's easy to say whether well, they should be better, but you are what you are, right? So those are my two don't knows. You said it before, dude. I got the bills on here. You score six points against the Jaguars is enough for me to wonder. That's, and that's, that's and that's all I got. It's like Come on, man. This is not a defensive juggernaut. It's embarrassing, actually. You I gotta you, they gotta pick it up, man. Come they, on. Man, I, I they might have the perfect remedy this week. Yeah, probably. Sorry. No, I hope though. I got Josh Allen and Ben Diggs on my fantasy team. So let's go. Team. You could suck it. Um too. yeah, sorry. Uh and I got the Las Vegas Raiders. Dude, they got some big wins and they, convinced, got some, huh? and they got some puzzling losses. What they just lose to the like, Giants, right? Yeah, and you can't do. That. I mean, I know, dude. With with that, they they got all the trouble off the field. Coach, rugs, uh, Davis doesn't help. Dude, dude, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. I, I know you're, you're bigger car. You're a bigger car fan than I am. I don't know. I just so, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I don't love him. And uh, so those are my two. I, you, I, had the I, I hear you. I want to see how much I like him. You want to see how much I like? Uh, you would trade Zach Wilson for him? I think I would. Oh, I would too, dude. <laughs> I'm not but, saying but I you would. You don't know anything about quarterbacks. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guru. Oh! I'm a guru. I'm a guru. Oh. I'm a quarterback guru. So who? So was that your All right, Sean Salisbury? <laughs> Dan Orlovsky, uh, who just gave up on Sam Darnold. By the way, did you see him this week? Yeah. He says I got I got I got to raise the white flag on my Sam Darnold defense. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, did you give two? Yeah, I got Bills Raiders. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. You know, I don't know if it's fair. We're sitting here talking about how the Titans lost to the Jets, but yet they're seven and two. We we don't we don't really take it away from them. We look at their good wins and we say it's a good team, but we don't do that with the Raiders. Well, but their history has a little something to do with it too. Sure. You know the fact that they put us here before. Yeah, and we've then, seen them at five and, and three, bro. And then, yeah, and yeah. then shit the bed the rest of the season. So that's nah, yeah. fair. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Uh, I have a question for you. I love questions. You know, we are like very entwined and twined, whatever the word is today. Ralph, who's the best team in AFC West? Who do you have as the better team out of the Bengals, Browns, and Steelers? So, I don't... The Steelers are funny, dude. Like, because you even look at that game... The fact that that I don't want to hear about how great your defense is when that ends up being you're down by a point you got to kick a field goal to win that I, game. Absolutely. Agree. So I don't. I don't. But you know I don't like Baker. That's a dude. I mean, really, the best team is probably the Browns. 
the best team uh, of as, those, a, as a whole as a whole yeah, yeah I would, uh, I, would yeah, I think yeah. the I think the Browns are the best team Pittsburgh has the best history of like yeah. There's a tradition there of winning, and, 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 and it and make, does yeah, matter. And making runs, it, it does matter. It does matter. And Cincinnati, while I think there's, they may have the most top end skill, like they the may biggest, have the, the biggest future. Yes, I think Joe Burrow will be very, very good. I love Jamar Chase. They have a lot of pieces on there that I like a lot, but overall, they're not as deep and talented as the other two that's a that's a hell of a question i would probably say the browns but you know i'm not a baker guy anymore and i say that reluctantly because i was rooting for him coming out of college and now, let, and now let's see it to him. now let's see going forward yeah i'm kind well, now, of rooting you know, for him kareem hunt's still on the covid <clears throat> or no kareem hunt's got an injury the they just COVID. nick chubb might be on covid and someone else might be on COVID. They might have one active running back this weekend. So we'll see what Baker That's does. Good question, man. You know, you know what I was just thinking about during the week because I'm watching some of these games, and you and you see how these teams are so close. Most people don't realize. You think, oh, the Jets stink and Jacksonville stinks. Most of these games are basically even games. Yeah. And there's about ten plays that matter. Like, there's 10 difference-making plays, and you're hoping that you win six or more of those 10 plays, and that's how you win a game. Right. And when you look at it that way, then it does make me think of, like, big players, like, big-time players. And then that makes me think, like, with the Bengals, like a Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was one play, a Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase, but it could change an entire football game. Mm -hmm. I don't see that on the Browns. The Browns are more of like grinders. Like they grind it out of you and then get that touchdown. A little more physical, especially offensively. I don't know. That's a really good question. Thank you. That's a really good question. Thank you for that. I'm probably going to think about that all week. I really <laughs> and you'll probably You'll probably text me at 405 Sunday. And you're like, yeah. That's Dude. the best team in the AFC or What are they? AFC North? Is that what it is? Well, Pittsburgh plays Detroit. You're not going to find that much about them. You, you will if it's a close game. Well, you will if they <laughs> lose. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleveland, New England, I think is a real good, a real good indicator. And I don't know who Cle- I don't know who Cincinnati has. I don't know. Want to hit some college football? Let's do it, bro. Week ten in the rearview mirror. I'm going to tell you about Alabama. Te- okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to tell you about a team that doesn't matter, but is on my radar. All right, go ahead. You start. Illinois is three and two in their last five games. They were they were one and four to start the season. Brett Bielema, B- big Brett baby. Brett Bielema. Got to give him some credit, dude. He's a Big Ten guy. He, that's he a good, is that's, absolutely. That's a, that's a great job by Illinois getting him. Seriously. And I'm stunned because he's kind of a big-time name. To go to Illinois was a risk for him. The job that he's done so far this year, who the hell did they just beat? They just beat Minnesota, who at the time was 20. And they beat, Penn State, they beat Penn State and three they beat weeks 20, ago. And this is what I'm saying. They've won three out of the last five games after starting one and four. That – and you say, well, it's just three and two, dude. You started one and four, no. and you stunk. You lost to Nebraska, like, or you, they beat Nebraska. In the no, they lost like they lost like Central something. You're bad. Central to turn it around really... like that mid-season, dude. That's coaching, bro. Your bro. talent didn't change. And you got the same Penn players. State, you beat Penn State, Minnesota on the road. It's impressive to me. How about Big Brett to LSU? Let's go. Let's <laughs> back to the <laughs> SEC. <laughs> okay, tell me about Alabama. Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, and your Bearcats all unimpressive but win. Correct. And all that's what you got to do. Well, I don't that's know that the, do. I don't know that the Oregon game was unimpressive. 
I told you that I said to you. It was you, a two-point game in the fourth quarter. I know, but I said to you, you I said did. Oregon should be on, on upset alert. This is a tough But you spot. didn't take the Huskies. You would have lost no, anyway. I didn't, anyway. didn't, didn't cover the They didn't cover But you're right. It was a close game for a while, and it's physical. It's t- Dude, the road is tough in college football. Not that it's not tough anywhere, but it's tough. And that game it's was tough. a freaking monsoon in the first half, too. That's why it was also really close. Did you see the Washington coach what he did? I didn't. Well, as an ex As an ex-coach, no, you would remember this. The AD actually suspended him for a game. So there was a little skirmish on the sideline, the Washington sideline. Between their own players? And, no. Oh, an Oregon Between player with Oregon. a Washington player. By the way, they have a lot of Samoan guys too, man. UCLA, yes. Washington, they're cleaning up on those guys now. Yeah. BYU. They get all them Hawaiian dudes. A little skirmish. Uh, I think the guy's name's Lake. I don't know what his first name is. Comes over, Jimmy Lake, I think. Comes the over. Coach for Washington. Grabs his own player, punches him in the face. Uh, no. I mean, does nothing because you got a face mask on. No, punch him in the face and throws him backwards. Now listen, we also grew up in an era where this shit was normal. I used to different. get hit in the head with whistles and and yeah, all I used that to get stuff. hit in the head with a broomstick. Yeah, 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 with all this stuff. With a helmet on, with a helmet. But on. dude, you can't do this stuff now. No, man. no, like, come on, no, you can't. And do that, uh, you gotta be. I mean, I know he lost. He's, he apologized. Hey, you gotta be smart. Man. I lost. He goes. He's one of my favorite kids. Yeah, I expect. Oh, I get it. And, oh yeah. No, I, I get but, it. <laughs> I get it. But you just gotta be. You gotta be better than that. That's all. Like it's like. Well, you know what? But, but, dude, you watch it, and you, it'll take you right back to, like... Yeah, you're thinking, God, good, good for you. Like, good. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. You should like, be punching <laughs> in the face. Here's the thing about that, too. Because we're sitting here. We hold, we often hold players accountable, and we say, hey, don't let yourself get caught up in the moment. Don't let yourself get caught up in the emotions. You got to be better than that. You got to control yourself. Well, if the goddamn coach can't do it... Yeah. You can't sit here and actually expect the right. guys that are uh, you know fighting on the field to do it. I mean, Great come on, point. you got to be able to control yourself, dude. You got to be you got to be better than that. Great point, buddy. Um, hey, I want to point out that Pickett for Pitt, the quarterback. Uh, what the hell's his first name? Cody, Jimmy, Cody. Yeah, uh, whatever. Cody. His last name is Pickett. Two for another four hundred yards. And you know what I'm seeing now? They won the game. They're a top twenty-five team. I think they're. The, I think they got two losses. It looks like they're you know showcasing him mm-hmm. like obviously they're trying to win games but they're also making sure he looks good whether they win or lose do you know what i'm saying i think they mm-hmm. played miami two weeks ago am i correct about that they ended yeah. up losing that game but he threw for like 400 yards in that one too and they I, beat up duke but he looks good dude he looks really good and if i had you know i'm working off very little you know research and data right now i'm just going off of the games that i see in highlights i would probably have him as my number one quarterback coming out and I may have something to say about that game a little later. Excuse me. A&M continues uh, to roll. They beat Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've said this week in and week out for the last four weeks. A&M has, they turned it around about the fourth week of the season, and then they go and beat Bama, and they haven't looked back since. This is a team that struggled to score 20 points in the beginning of the season against, like, Montclair State University. And they have not stopped since, dude. They have just freaking rolled since. No letdown since the Bama win. This is a really good football team. This is a really good football team. I will have something to say about that game a little later. Then let me say a little <laughs> bit more about it. That, not so much about that game, but of course, I'm watching the SEC Network earlier, and Paul Feinbaum is on there, and, oh. the, and the rumors are about LSU trying to go after Jimbo Fisher. Dude, I didn't realize this guy makes almost 10 million a year to be the Texas A&M yep. coach. I would never take I would never do it. And here's why. It's not so much the money. Texas A&M 
is way more patient with their coaches than than someone like LSU is. How about in their own state, Texas? Yes, this is what I'm saying. Like this is a good gig. Now you've turned better. you've they're turned than yeah. both teams. you've turned. Now listen, you can't deny the fact that the last two or three coaches that have been at LSU they win national championships. Right, that's very enticing. Okay, that's a that's what. There's no better reason to go to a school than the fact that you can win a national championship. But Texas A&M has just bought a bottomless pit of money, unlimited resources, and they're significantly more patient as a program than these other programs are with their coaches. So you're making ten million a year. Let's say you coach ten more years, dude. You know, I'm just a gym teacher, but that sounds like about a hundred million dollars. I tell you, Jimbo's. I like that number. He's 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 a phenomenal recruiter, dude. Jimbo can coach, man. Uh, I was very sad to see this personally. Michigan State lost. Oh, oh man. Let down so City, they baby. Down. They go down. Number three, they go down to Purdue. Purdue is just a spoiler maker. Yeah, aren't they? Upsets. Uh, I mean, uh, let down City. We kind of we, – you see this all the time. And it's amazing to me how often it happens and how unavoidable it is. I know. It's amazing. I, it's, we're just this is why we're making such a big deal out of the fact that AM didn't have the letdown after beating Alabama. Because it always happens. It's weird. It's amazing. It's just no matter what these poor coaches try to do, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Number eight, Wake Forest goes down, undefeated no more. You so just, much you for them in the top four. Phrases. See ya. <laughs> you know, you know, even though you're undefeated, you're not that good when you're like only favored by two or something like that. Like, and then they end up losing. Uh, Nebraska once again plays good, just good enough not to win and not pull Amazing. off the offset. But they still continue to play tough against the best competition in the country. It is so weird. I, dude, it's weird. It is weird. You can't beat the worst teams in the, in the conference, but yet you can hang in there right to the bitter end against the best teams. I don't get it. Me neither. So you know, you yeah. you had said earlier about the fact that they um, they signed an extension for Scott Frost. You think that's a smart move? It wasn't exactly a, a, an extension, but I think he's back for next year. They gave him like that vote of confidence, which is never really a vote oh, of confidence. It's, a, it's also known as a kiss uh, of death. <laughs> so, dude, he's I thought 15. he got an extension. He's it's just bringing him back. They're just yeah. bringing him back. Okay. He's bringing him back. He's fifteen and twenty-seven in four years there, and they made him fire most of his offensive staff. Do you have a problem with that? It feels like he's next to go, right? At that point. Oh they're, well, they're, they're, you're 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 next. Yeah, of course. They're, he's you're got delaying one more the inevitable, year. right? Yeah, you fire every. Yeah. You fire everyone that was loyal to you. And dude, who are you going to bring in as an assistant coach? Dude, you're hanging by your string. You're not going to get any top assistant coaches. And here's the biggest one I have for you. Then you could comment. No, go ahead. They are currently last in the Big Ten of recruiting. Rutgers, Northwestern, crazy, right? is out recruiting Nebraska. Dude, here's here's the thing, and this is why this is such a – it is really uniquely strange. They're significantly better than they've been the last three years as far as <clears> – Yeah, competitiveness. Like the competitiveness. Yeah. But yet they're losing all these games. They're not going to make a bowl game again this year. I just I don't think no they're not they got seven losses already they're cooked yeah they can't right so it is uniquely odd because who were the teams that you mentioned there was Oklahoma number one there was obviously Ohio State was it Michigan State and Michigan and Michigan all basically one possession games all basically all basically except Ohio State because they were never they never had the lead they had the lead in all the other games they did have the lead in all the other games it's like, it's like 
Yeah, it's just, it's, but lost all those. But then it's one thing to have lost those and then say you go beat Northwestern, you go beat Illinois, you go beat Minnesota, you go beat Indiana, uh, you beat Rutgers, and you got seven wins and you make a bulb and your four losses are Michigan, Michigan State, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. I mean, that's that's a respectable year. Now, I will tell you this. If they do something like that next year, he'll get an extension. But it's going to take something like that next year for him to continue after that. You're going you to be, you won't be you're able, gonna have to be two big boys next year. Yeah, you won't be able to say next year, well, we're playing really well. That's just not going to cut it. And because your point of the recruiting, that's a freaking problem. I really think the problem is with the recruiting, they're not in the right conference. They used to They used to hammer Texas. They mm-hmm. used to recruit Texas really, really hard. And now... And California. Yeah, but I mean, Texas was big, but but that's also because they were in the Big Twelve, and now they they barely touch they barely touch Texas at all, and it's it's costing them big time. This was an issue from the beginning when they moved to the Big Ten. I thought it was a huge mistake. It's a it's a it's a money move, but the money isn't enough. Like you you need to be good. You want to be good. So and they're not. So I'm I'm actually glad that they gave them the one more year, but now you have to come up with wins. I would think they got to win seven games. A bowl game is not going to be enough. They're going to have to win. Red hot. Yeah, you're going to have to win at least seven games. So, one more for you, and then we'll move on to this week. I think so. TCU just fires Gary Patterson and beats Baylor. I know. That's a bad loss. And Baylor's playing well, too. Yeah, they were one lost team, dude. God damn. That was one of my college football losses, by the way. Because I had, I've been, I've ridden Baylor a few times. That's a bad loss. The only thing I will say is you often see. Who the hell was it that also did this? Well, you saw with the Raiders when Ruggs did his thing. Teams rally for a week. You lose Gruden, they mm. rally for a week. You lose Ruggs, you rally for a week. OBJ goes, that team rallies for a week. TCU fires their coach, they rally for a week. There was another team that fired their coach. Oh, Texas Tech. They they fired their coach and they yeah. rallied. I don't know if they won the game, but they played really tough. They played someone. It might have been Texas. They played them really close. You see this rally for a week. We'll see if it continues. Um, I will also say Michigan got got back on track after their tough loss. That was about as physical a game as you're going to see. That was a really physical football Jesus. game with them in Indiana. There was, some pounding, for sure. yeah, there was some pounding going on. And Texas gets blasted by Iowa State. Now, Iowa State's been a weird team. They've been up and down, but this yeah. is a good win for them. You asked me a few weeks ago about Sark and, like, you know, was, and I'm like, nah, he'll be okay. It's, yeah. It's it's weird down there too. It's man. weird. It's, it's just weird. a weird situation because you talk about a team that has unlimited resources, and they have had the recruiting classes. This is not one that hasn't had the recruiting. They have. This is not in the Nebraska where you say their recruiting classes are worse than everybody else. They have had good recruiting classes, and they still stink. It's weird. Obviously, he's not on a hot seat. It's too quick for that. Oh, but and now they go to the SEC in a couple years. Ooh. The timing is. They better get good quick. <laughs> or that's like, gonna be a like disaster. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, or else you're gonna be Vanderbilt. All right, let's see what do we got coming up this week in college football. So first one for me, real quick, is my Wolverines. They go to Happy Valley. Tricky game at noon. They're doing another whiteout bullshit game. I called. And I wrote this one down as the physical as fuck bowl. Like <laughs> these are th- th- these are in my opinion these are the two most physical teams in the Big Ten, and. I think Penn State is as physical a team as defensively specifically. Yeah, that's as physical yeah. a team as I've seen in the entire country this year. The, and the, obviously, the way Michigan plays offense, they want to pound the football. So this is good. There's going to be some concussions in this game, boy. Holy the thing shit. I'm looking at that game is Penn State. I think is almost abandoned the run at this point. 
which might help Michigan defensive game plan. I'm hoping win, survive, and move on. Yeah, and can and can uh, Michigan run the ball against that Penn State defense? Right, year? exactly for sure, for so. sure. Um, hey, don't skip old- tonight. Don't skip tonight. NC uh, North Carolina is playing Pittsburgh tonight. We mentioned uh, Cody Hackett. No, Pickett. Pickett. That's what I meant. What did I say? Who the hell's Hackett? Cody Hackett. All right, don't don't judge me. Uh, pick, uh, pick it, Kevin, Cody, Chris, Colin. I think you need a refill. I think you need, I think pick you need it. a refill. Um, hey, listen, there's no other game on on a, on a Thursday night, so you might want to check, you know, no other game on of, of worth. College. In college. So you might want to check yeah. that one out. It might be interesting just to see, like, a Heisman candidate out there. And North well, nobody's Carolina. Watching, can, nobody's watching the NBA, so. Yes. Uh, number eight, Oklahoma, goes to number 13, Baylor. Can Baylor rebound? Can Oklahoma? Listen, Oklahoma's undefeated, but they're ranked number eight. We'll get into the committee in a minute. Yeah. But but this Oklahoma's got Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. We'll see what they're made of now, boy, that's for sure. You mentioned how Baylor just lost to TCU, which is, to me, a very disappointing loss for a team that was a one-loss team. This is a chance for them to prove. So you can erase that game in one week. You go out. You, you're at home. You prove yourself as worthy. You beat. You can't just win. You can't lose close. You go out and you beat Oklahoma. Because if you lose close, now you're a three-loss team. And it's like, you're whatever. Nobody cares. But you go out and you find a way to beat Oklahoma, which is a beatable team. I'm sorry. They've been on the roast multiple times this year. And you prove yourself as one of the, uh, you know, one of the better better teams in the, in the conference and the country. So... <sighs> Number 19, the Purdue Spoilermakers go to Columbus <laughs> and play number four, Ohio State. This spreads at three touchdowns. It's a lot. I, I, t- I took Ohio State last week laying 15. I it's would do it again. Like, it's not it's one of my picks, like, but I would do it again. It's almost like, why would I do it again? But I think I would do it. It's not one of my picks either, it's but not. I think this is where Purdue doesn't match up really well with them defensively. Hey, sit. And I don't – no, good. And I don't, I don't think Purdue wants to be in a shootout with, with Ohio State. I don't think anyone wants so. to be in a shootout, and I don't know if they have the defense to slow them down. Uh, t- tomorrow night, Friday night, Cincinnati plays South Florida. The only reason we even care is because, number one, we've been talking about Cincinnati all week, and they are un- still, regardless of how poorly they've looked, they are undefeated. But I will tell you this. South Florida has a history of being a decent program. Right now they're 2-7. and seven. Cincinnati has to win this one by four touchdowns. Absolutely. If they really, if they really want – you can erase some of the last few weeks of not – you know, impressive wins. You go out and win this game 52-20 to 20 or something like that. You can get people back in the mindset that you deserve to be in that conversation. So um, they need they need a, an absolute trouncing of, of South Florida in this game. And once again, this is a kind of cool spot. It's a Friday night. They got all the lights on them. Nobody else of, yeah. of major consequence. Check that game out and, and see, um, you know, how impressive they are. Or not. No. Where <laughs> or college not. Ga- college game day will be in Oxford, Mississippi for the huge number game. 11, Texas Santa Maggies and the Mississippi Rebels. Yep, huge game. Very good game in the uh, SEC West. And one more for me, Peter. I never thought I'd have to say this as a good game. Sixteen Number 16, NC State Wolfpack at number 12, Wake Forest. Crazy, right? It is crazy. It's yeah, because that's up for the ACC uh, Coastal or Atlantic or whatever the hell they play for. Down I, was, there. I was checking my alerts over here. Um, did you mention the Notre Dame game? I did not. They got Virginia, right? This is upset. This is an upset alert for those of you who like to take underdogs. This is an upset alert. Not one of my picks. Not one of my picks. Not one of my official picks. But uh, Virginia six and three. They're at home. I'm just saying this is not a premier. I know they're. I only. I know they only got one loss. 
By the way, that one loss was to Cincinnati. I know Notre Dame only has one loss, but this is upset alert. Just pay attention to this game. Upset alert. Don't be surprised if Virginia squeaks out like a 23-20 win here, okay? You wanted to talk about the college football playoffs. Real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, rankings. Right before we get to our picks. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right before we go to the picks. I'm sorry. So, I'm all over the place. No, no, no. One and two stayed the same, although I don't know if Bama deserves to stay at two, but I don't think anyone else had the had a great game to jump them at this point. Uh, Oregon jumps to three. Ohio State jumps to four. Since he goes from seven to five, I think that's good news for your Bearcats. There, I'm surprised considering that they did not exactly blast Tulsa, who's Me not too. exactly I, I, you a know power. What? Is, is the community throwing them a bone now so they could disappoint them later? I think it's the right thing to do anyway. They're friggin' undefeated and I they agree. beat Notre Dame. Who, who? Oh, by the way, we can say what we want about Notre Dame. They're still a one-loss team right now. Dude, that's so a, that's as bit. Let's look. If you really think about it, if you look at that top eight teams. Other than Michigan State, other than Michigan State, if you look at the top eight teams on that list, the only other team that has as big a win or as impressive a win as Cincinnati has over Notre Dame is Oregon beating Ohio State. Yeah, I agree it's with the you. The only other team that has anything close to as impressive. Who are who are Bama's impressive wins? Florida? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. It's a good no, win. Florida's yeah. horrible. But this is what I'm saying, and they almost lost to them. Yeah, so Georgia, who's Georgia beat? Georgia beat who? Clemson, who stinks? Clemson stinks. Yeah. Now they Ohio have State, pounded Ohio, Ohio State's Ohio State's beat no ranked teams. Yeah, no ranked teams. That's what I'm saying. Michigan beat that Wisconsin. Michigan I think, State obviously beat Michigan. Yeah, I, I think it's actually correct, um, and I think it's right that Oregon needs to be ahead of Ohio State. I don't right, like this so speak, idea that. Speaking of that, go ahead. do you have any issues with Michigan being ahead of Michigan? I have a State? huge issue with that. I yeah. don't fucking get it at all. No offense yeah. to you. I know you're a Michigan no, fan. No, this no. makes no sense to me whatsoever. I said because like six- because a week later, Michigan lose. Michigan State loses to Purdue. This is where I got. I got a problem with this. These games have to matter, dude. Well, you can't be inconsistent with it. You can't have one matchup having it right and the other matchup not. It's just, it's just crazy. But, uh, I, yeah. This is. Like, I know we like to say like, well, Oregon lost to who the hell did Oregon lose to? Stanford. And you say, well, that's a bad loss. Yeah, but they got the same record. Like, if you look in the NFL, what what do we look at? What's your record? That you're, The mm. first criteria is what's your record. Now, who did you lose to? What's your record? Okay? And if you have a better record than the other teams, you're the higher seed in your conference and in your division. The second thing we look at, what is it, Scotty? Tell us. In college? In pros. The second criteria after record, it's head to head. Head to head. Yeah. We yeah. don't look at your losses. Who did you lose to? You think anybody gives a shit? There's no one is considering the fact that the Titans lost to the Jets. It doesn't matter. What matters is they beat the Colts twice. What did everybody say when the when the Titans beat? They just won a division. Because now there's there's no way for the Colts to, to be able to jump them because they beat them twice. Mm-hmm. Head to head has to matter before who'd you lose to? Right. Who'd you beat? What do we what do we give a fuck who they lost to? Who did you beat? That has well, to matter more. That's exactly it, bro. Because it's like Oregon beat Ohio State the second week of September. Michigan State beat Michigan 10 days ago. This is crazy. And they still had Oregon ahead of Ohio State, which is the right call. And obviously, you know, I believe Mason Blue, but dude, 
It's state's got to be ahead of them. It's they and have it's, to it's, be it's, ahead it's of gonna, them. It's going to figure it's all out anyway. But dude, you got to. But them it ahead doesn't of them. always, and no. that's that's why it's a problem with only having four teams. Number one. Yeah. And this is just there's no consistency. Joe Clatt was on with um, Colin Cowherd today, and he was kind of going off on this. And I I love Clatt, and I agree with him so much on this. I don't necessarily agree with his uh, solutions, and that's for a conversation for another day, probably like an off season discussion. But dude, this is just bananas. The one thing that he says that I agree with, and I just think we have to get back to, is that the games have to matter. Your record and then who you beat, who your wins are, has to matter before who you either lost to or who you didn't win by enough. Like, whatever we think of Florida, you know, Alabama did beat them. So it's it's just, it's a win. We have to be able to say, like, you know, Texas A&M, well, they got two losses. What, they got two losses? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Or they have one, two, right? Because I think they're nine. I think they're the ninth ranked team. Um, well, A&M, A&M's eleven. They're eleven, so they're a yeah. two loss team. Oklahoma uh, State's that, ten. That head to head has got to matter, man. It's just when I saw that, I'm like, dude, that's a crime. This is a crime. Dude, I, I was I was shocked, but I was kind of laughing because, dude, Michigan Michigan State Twitter is hilarious. <laughs> I want to say hilarious. this because you you just said. You know, it's no big deal because it'll play itself out. Then don't put the fucking poll out. Well, you know what they did, dude. It's a fucking TV show for a reason. They want this. They this is what they want. I get it, but then but then you got to be able to take the criticism. And then the other. So here's the other problem I have with it. If you're gonna put it out as a TV show, then you got to have a goddamn spokesperson. You can't just have people on ESPN or Fox Sports or CBS Sports and and just schlubs like me and you talk about it because we don't know what went on in that room. Hey. You need to have some kind of representative that comes out and justifies how you're able to fucking do this. You're a tremendous slouch. Thank you very much. Do you know what I'm saying, though? I don't. Well, that's why we talked about this early on. You should have a head of the, the head they, of the committee needs need... to come out and justify how you make these choices. Well, they were saying, oh, like, oh, Michigan made. We looked at the tape. We looked. They had better time possession. They had better stats. That's bullshit. Be- but you dude, lost they the beat. game. You lost the game. <laughs> Who cares? And you could also say Michigan. That's that. You could also say that's <laughs> a, a negative on Michigan. You blew a fucking sixty. Yeah, point we were just talking about this with the Buffalo Bills. They the, all three losses. They had more time in possession and more yards. More yards. <clears throat> you lost. They're six and three. There's no way around it. You lost the game. Nobody gives a shit what your stats were. You lost. Michigan lost to Michigan State. Now you're right. If you're a Michigan fan, you shouldn't worry about it because all you gotta do just go out and beat Ohio State, and then nobody gives a shit about the. Fact and you're that a state fan, you should either one of you should worry. But this is, but it's weird. It's, it's weird. So the, I got it. It's a huge problem. And what else is fascinating? And boy, does this say something about the Pac-12? Oklahoma undefeated, all the way down at number Big eight. Big twelve. What did I say? Pac-12. Yeah, that's Oregon. That's yeah. what I thought you were going. All right, give me a break. Give me uh, a break. No, 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 no. Because no, I, I no, because it makes a difference. Because I know what you're. Of course, but that's kind of crazy, right? But what that, we have that's, that little respect. I, but, but that's that's where I think I said this to you before. Excuse me. They're throwing Cincinnati a bone now. They're putting Oklahoma at eight because if Oklahoma runs the table, obviously they're going to be in the top four. They're go- they're going to have to be. I don't know how obvious if it they, is. They beat Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Baylor's thirteen. Iowa Oklahoma State's ten, and then they beat one of those teams again in the Big Twelve championship game. They're going, bro. They're jumping Cincy. I gotta think you're right. I gotta think you're right. But again, what are, you, what are you teasing us for with that but shit? This, it, it makes no sense. Well, I mean, I get, okay, so I have no problem with someone saying this is a snapshot in time and this is how we feel about it right now. I get that. But then what's your criteria? What was your criteria for putting Michigan ahead of Michigan State right. a week a week after Michigan State fucking beat them? 
I know. But yet, you have Oregon ahead of Ohio State when Oregon won that game a month and a half ago. Two months ago. Come on, man. Yeah. You need to justify that shit, and it's just bananas. It's just bananas. So, uh, All right, let's let's gamble, for Christ's sake. What the hell happened to my music? Did somebody shut down my music here? That's not good. I think it's coming. Oh, we got it. It's back. Best bets of the week. Scotty went three and one last week. I don't get to break his balls. I only went two and two. But what that means is we continue to make you money. Now, I don't know if you have a job, but if you don't, don't bother getting one. And you don't need one of those stimulus checks. All you need, forget the rest of the podcast. Well, don't forget the rest of the podcast. But the hell with the rest of the podcast. Listen to our best bets and just make cash. And then you can take all the whores out you want during the week. Drink your face off. Eat whatever you want. Get a big beer belly. Tell a friend. Let's go. You know, get yourself a box of Viagra. Get late. And it's all good. Just listen to our picks. Make some money and enjoy your life. Start the off with some has now spoken for <laughs> Start off in college football. What's your what are you, what's your first one? So I told you I was going to attack tonight's game. Your boy Kenny Hackett took Cody Williams, Cody Pickett. The North Carolina Mac Brown leg Tar Heels go to Pittsburgh. I'm a big Sam Howell guy, bigger than you are. Oh, so you like they're, Baker Mayfield? They're getting a touchdown. I am going to take North Carolina plus seven. It's a lot of points. I'm not going to lie to you. And the reason it's a lot of points is because North Carolina has shown all year that they can score at will. Like this, and their defense stinks, Their too. defense is not good. So, And Pittsburgh's defense is not great either, so we'll see. But it has been the Cody, Corey, Kevin, Pickett, Packett, <laughs> Hackett show all year. And uh, we'll see what's up. So you're going with who? You're going North Carolina? I'm going North Carolina, plus okay. a touchdown. Uh, I'm, I love Mike Leach. But I think he's one year away from really transforming the Mississippi State Bulldogs into one of the one of the I'll say top you know top quarter of the teams in the SEC. Auburn is coming off a really tough loss to Texas A&M, but I think Texas A&M is one of the. I mean, if I'm being honest, they're probably one of the five best teams in the country right now, even though. You know, the college football poll doesn't say that. I, I would I would probably take them against almost anybody in the country right now that's not named, like, Georgia or Ohio State, I think. Um, so I'm going to go with Auburn, minus 5.5, coming off a, you know, a tough loss over Mississippi State. Auburn, minus 5.5 over Mississippi State. I think they win by a touchdown or so. I like that pick. Mr. Bo Nix gets it back on track. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right about Leach, too. I think next year they start rolling a little bit One better. more year. Or at one least more they're recruiting, a little bit more competitive next one year. One yeah. more recruiting class. That quarterback gets one more year in the system to know how it works, although he's really doing a pretty good job right now. So I, it's amazing. But it's got like 71% completion percentage, which is freaking amazing, dude, before, in college football. Before, before I give you my second pick, I'll answer Mike Williams. I think they're ranked 112. Oh my God! Um, that's their op- that's the team. Their defense is ranked lower than <laughs> some of the Division II football programs. Good lord! Goodness. Never thought I'd see the day. Oh, um, embarrassing. You know what I've done all year, Peter, and you you made a comment on me uh, with, uh, on this is I love attacking the big games. So college game day, as I mentioned, goes to Oxford. Little hotty toddy. It is a good game. They are getting three points at home. It's going to be bananas there. The Rebels? Rebels are getting three against your hot, red-hot Texas A&M Aggies. I think this is where finally Texas A&M cools off a little bit. I'm going to take the Fighting Lane Kiffins plus three. Okay, so here's what's interesting. Ole Miss played Liberty last week, and they didn't exactly blow their doors off. Matt, I feel like, you know, Lane Kiffin went Lane Kiffin and just kind of kept the lid on the offense a little bit. Not to 22 dive. 
tight end screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of they kind of coasted to victory against the Hugh Freeze led Liberty uh, Liberties. Liberty Eagles or Falcons yeah, those Falcons. guys. I um, this is. Listen, he's going to be up for this one. He's going to do some kind of ESPN mic drop before the game or something oh, like that. Oh, please don't do that. So who knows? Uh, my second pick, we were just talking about it, and I just got a feeling that they're showing up for this one. I'm going to take the Baylor Bears plus five. It's, it's fascinating. Both, the, both games I took, I like the it. line was five and a half here. Um, I'm taking the Baylor Bears. Give me the five and a half at home against Oklahoma. I love, I love Good but not great teams at home trying to prove themselves against elite programs. Yep. Baylor is not better than Oklahoma, but they're good, really good. And they want to show the world that they belong in the conversation with the Oklahomas of the world. So they, I could see them losing, but maybe they lose by a field goal. Maybe Oklahoma kicks a field goal with no time left on the clock to win the game. I'll gladly, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if Baylor won this game outright. But I'll gladly take the five and a half points, Baylor over Oklahoma. Yep, I like that one too, kid. All right, uh, head to the pros. We're going to the pros. Okay. And I'm going to do something I made fun of you for the last two or three weeks. Oh boy. I'm taking I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't do it. You, can't, you just don't know. They're <laughs> a total don't know. They play. They're playing. At, they're playing at my Denver Broncos. This is more of a pick. I think this is a huge letdown game for the Broncos. They've been getting their ass kissed all week long. Oh, my God, you beat the Cowboys in Dallas, blah, blah, blah. And what we talk about Jalen Hurts, he's a gamer. He'll play anywhere. He'll play in a parking lot to tell him to. He'll play on the moon. He'll buckle it up. It's, he's and, ball dude, to the wall. And I think I think Denver lets down here. I think Philly gets a win in mile high. I'm, a, I'm taking Philly outright, but I'll take the two and a half with our, with our picks. Nice. Uh, I'm going to head out west here. I'm going to give you some time to really ponder this one and get all the money that you bank over the weekend and put it all on this one on Monday night. I thought the Rams had three losses, but now I've realized that they have two. I'm riding those Rams, coming off a tough loss. I think San Francisco stinks. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason for why they stink, but they don't look good. Uh, this is a team that's reeling. I don't know if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or if it's going to be the rookie, but it, I don't think it's going to matter. Rams are, I know they're on the road, but four just doesn't sound like a lot. Coming off a tough loss, four points on the road against a not-so-great team that's kind of a rival. I'm going to take the Rams minus four over the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night, your bailout game of the week. As am I. Oh, that, that's it for you? <laughs> I'm taking the Rams as well. You said, it, you said everything that... I think the Niners stink. I think the Rams are very good enough to bounce back. I don't care where that game is. Stafford and McVale have them ready to go. Something's wrong with San Francisco. Something's uh, wrong. Shanahan, bro, when are we starting to – I haven't heard a peep yet. No, I'm starting to hear the whispers, and you know where I oh, heard good. it first? Good. I heard it on the Bump and Run podcast about two oh. weeks ago. A guy named, by the name of Scott Bracey brought up the fact that uh, – can we start questioning this guy? Dude. You're going to have to because now Jimmy Garoppolo isn't even bailing him out. We used to be able to say, well, you know, at least when Jimmy Garoppolo starts, they got a 70% winning, 72% winning. Uh, Do they have, again, look, look, kind of like the Redskins, their defense isn't good. But why? And they're not running the ball like they they're used They're not to. running the ball. The pass protection isn't there. Like, there's a lot of issues, and I don't know where it happened, but we talked about this a little last week that maybe we're getting a little of the Kyle Shanahan's a little ornery, and after a while rubs people yeah. the wrong way and turns people off, and I think... 
I think there's some of that going on. He's in a really bad spot because Garoppolo is going to be gone. And then, uh, what the hell's the kid's name? Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to step yeah. in. And if they're not improved, I, I wouldn't be surprised if next year, was, if they're a sub-500 team, I wouldn't be surprised if that was Kyle Shanahan's last year with the 49ers. I agree. Um, my second game, I just want to make sure. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just want to make sure who they're playing. Uh, we talked about them a little bit earlier in the uh, in the review of last week's game, and we just don't know how they continue to do it. But I'm going to continue to ride them. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans minus three over New Orleans. Now, this is as much a pick against New Orleans because they don't have a quarterback. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Trevor Simeon or if it's going to be uh, – who's the other dude that's H-back wide receiver quarterback? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Either way – no Michael uh, Thomas. Michael Thomas. I, for the rest of the season, I'm going to take – listen, this is <clears> as <throat> weird a team as there is. They lost to the Jets, and then they just have trashed everybody. i got to believe that continues because I think Mike Rabel's a really good coach. I'm going to take the Titans minus three over the Saints. So I have the North Carolina Tar Heels plus six and a half tonight. Ole Miss plus three. Philadelphia Eagles plus two and a half, and the Los Angeles Rams minus four. I have the Auburn Tigers minus five and a half over Mike Leach's Mississippi State Bulldogs. And I just think Baylor is going to show up and ball out against Oklahoma, but give me the five and a half anyway. I'll gladly take the extra points. And in the NFL, I got the Rams minus four over the hapless 49ers. I wish I didn't just say that because I might have just jinxed myself. And I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans minus three over the quarterbackless New Orleans Saints. Saints. Number 42, buddy boy. 42. Who do you got for me? All right, I got four names for Wait you. Wait till you hear what I got for you today, though, by the way, dude. Yeah, nice I one. I had no idea. You had no idea what 42 was all about. You had no idea. All right. Go ahead. I can't even uh, wait. I can't wait. You want to go first? No. All right. No, I'm gonna be uh, my first name. My first name for you: seven-time All-Star, three-time NBA champ, United United University of North Carolina and Lakers great James Worthy. Dude, underrated player in history. Of basketball. Yes, sir. Very good player. Number three, four-time Super Bowl champ, ten-time Pro Bowler, an absolute monster, nine and a half finger-led safety Ronnie Lott. Isn't that the greatest story? <laughs> it's a great. If story. you don't know the story, in the middle of a play, I think it was a playoff game, Ronnie Lott like dislocated a pinky. And long story short, they were going to keep him out of the game. And he said, take it off. And he literally cut the nub of his pinky right off his gut. Well, he didn't do it. They did it for him. But the fact that they even did it, I don't think they do that kind of stuff anymore. Like, yeah, sure, no problem. Let's just take that off. Anybody got a hatchet? Second row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number Scott two, <laughs> no introduction needed. Six-time All-Star, World Series champion, MVP. He changed baseball, Mr. Jackie Robinson. Of course, the one and only. And number one, I was going to put Jackie in one, but I couldn't do it. I'm one of my favorite players of all time. How dare you, sir. The best closer ever. Hall of Famer, five-time World Series champ, 13-time All-Star, Enter Sandman, Mariano Rivera. Worthy. That's worthy. He might be the only one worthy of being yeah, right? in front of yeah. the great Jackie Robinson. All right, so check this out. 42, right? Episode 42. All of you that are listening either on the podcast or live, go do a Google search and type this in. 
answer to life, the universe, and everything. Just type in the words, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And you know what Google tells you? 42. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? Well, let me tell you, sir. The list of things that 42 is critical for is unbelievable. Did you know that 42 degrees is the angle that light has to be refracted for you to get a rainbow? You're like, wow, that's incredible. That must be it. Nope, that's not it. You know that Buzz Lightyear's ship was number 42? Wow. Holy cow. Uh, Google's, and you're like, Something's going on here, people. Something's going on here with this number 42. Google CEO's office, where the Google CEO resides at Google, which is really Alphabet. Building 42. How about this? Dr. Seuss. How many children's books did he write? 42. 42. How's that possible? How about this? You've you ever played craps? Yeah. What do you what do you like to play when you when you like you have pass numbers you, you like pass line you ever yeah. play combats I'm a big fan of combats. No. Did you know that on a pair of dice, how many dots are there? You guessed 42. it. Forty two. Romeo and Juliet. Do you know how long the potion that she took was supposed to last? Forty two minutes. Forty two minutes. That's and in crazy. The, and in the and, and I'm only giving you a partial list. Look this stuff up. It's pretty <laughs> unbelievable. This is like this list. This 42 list is like the Illuminati. You're like Jesus Christ. What the hell's going on here? And in the global, or really Middle Eastern, British game of cricket that can go on for days. Oh my God. Do you know how many laws there are to the game of cricket? Rules? Well, they call them laws. 42. There are 42. 42, my friend, is a magic number. Fantastic. And you ended your list with Jackie Robinson, Mariano Rivera, 42. I mean, come on. And if you're asking me how I feel coming off of this episode of our podcast, might have been our best one yet. I don't think that's by accident. I think that is the universe telling everyone who listens, if you listen to this podcast, you'll understand that you should be listening every week because it's special. Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Colisano. You've been li- you've been listening to Bump and Run. And we'll catch you guys next week. Later.